Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the NFL podcast, and, uh, well, it's wrapping up, isn't it? Getting to the back end of the season. Not even the back end of the season, it's back end of the uh, playoffs. can see the Super Bowl coming over the horizon. We've got, uh, we've got guests, and find out why that is by listening or watching along. And if you are watching... Click the subscribe button on YouTube, and if you are listening, uh, subscribe on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. Yeah. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Righty tighty, here we go, look we're off. So uh we're really mixing it up this time. For you uh for you listeners, you can just hear my voice right now. For you uh you YouTube viewers, click the subscribe button. <coughs> I mean what? Uh for you YouTube viewers you'll see uh a multitude of people. Uh myself, the glamorous co host that is Mr. Paul Williams. Hello. Podcast alum, as he will always be known, Mr. Rob Rafton. Good evening to you, sir. Evening, gents. And uh, what I presume is is a man supporting in solidarity for his fallen brethren, Mr. Matthew Moore. How are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah, I thought with him announcing his retirement today, I'd uh, get the P-Riv... Um, He's, he, he said he he said he, uh, he said he wants to go and start a family, didn't he? <laughs> See, <laughs> that was it. That was his parting shot when he announced it. Was like, he's like, me and my wife can now focus on properly starting a family. Was like, it's a quality quote on the way out. Brilliant. Out out the door. See you. See you guys later. But yeah, I don't think it will be in the stats because it, obviously the stats were done yesterday, I think, and it happened about four o'clock this afternoon or something. Um, so it's probably not jumping ahead, but uh, yeah, Mister Mister Philip Rivers uh, has decided this uh, this season just gone was his last. Uh, so you know, I think. I, I, we had a conversation last week, and I was saying I think that there are certain quarterbacks who are all on that, you know, conversations around certain quarterbacks retiring this year. Uh, there was a lot of conversation about whether uh, we saw Breeze's last game. Um, have we seen Big Ben's last game? Will we see uh, Big Tom's last game? Uh, definitely not. No, he said he said, no, he, no. He said he's going to go to forty-five, hasn't he? Is it? Is it? Was it a two-year? Is it a two-year sure contract? Really season? Yeah. No. <laughs> he signed a two-year deal, from what I understand. So he's, he's definitely coming back for next year. Well, mm. unless he gets some sort of horrific injury. Oh, that'd be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, um. At this point in time, the listeners like which podcast did I tune into? Uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're absolutely here doing uh, doing laces out in fashion. Uh, we've got guests, 
and, and, and everything. So uh, there's a reason that the guests are here, and we'll get to that shortly. Other than the fact that we love seeing beautiful faces. Um, we are two weeks into the playoffs, and another 50% of the teams have dropped. Uh, we will be seeing uh, the divisional games this week. Uh, Championship. Yeah. Um, and that'll be... Uh, yeah. That, that, that'll, be, that'll be that. So. Before we can look ahead to next week. We do have to talk a little bit about last week. Does anybody want to start us off with a standout moment from last week's games? Mr. Williams usually has a uh, as a monster of a of a standout. Um, obviously, I, I I'll be bringing up the uh, the Browns and the the Ravens in their uh, att attempts. <laughs> I think the the, the 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 kind of the, the thing that what the one that the, the the kind of moment I there was kind of. The, the moment I enjoyed was the was the uh, Rogers touchdown, like the one where the, the keeper where he just yeah kind of like, oh, it was like what's he doing? And you, you've seen it so many times eh. before where he kind of generally darts to the right about four steps and then pings it to like a tight end or something like that. Oh no, this time he fakes it, and not a, it's not just a little fake. The guy jumps out of the stadium and then he just kind of has a little look at him and then goes into the corner of the of the, uh, of the end zone. And you're like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah just absolutely. Aaron Rodgers in a nutshell this year. I think that was the kind of the, the main, the, one of the best things for me. Um, it, was, it was quite a nasty weekend for injuries, and I'm sure we'll kind of touch on that. It was a, it's been a particularly. I think that's kind of affected it. it yeah, it affected it. Didn't really affect the result that much um, this weekend, but it could affect it next weekend. Yeah, obviously we'll have to discuss the uh, the Patrick Mahomes issues and ongoing issue at this point in time. I haven't seen, uh, I did a little sort of search um, a couple of days ago to look at what the situation was and it just said that uh, he was in con concussion protocol, but obviously those weren't the only issues that he was dealing with, so we'll probably uh, come to that. Um, I think... <laughs> Not necessarily something from the games, uh, but I saw something um, on the NFL fan group. Um, I think it'll, it'll have been Monday, and it was a picture of uh, Michael Thomas, but it was uh, set up to look like a missing persons ad. And it was like, has anybody seen this man last seen throwing shade on Twitter? And apparently, it was the uh, the that he. Was he tweeted that he'd woken up uh, feeling hungry or woken up uh, aggressive or something like that? And then when I when I watched the game, I think he got one mention in that entire game. He was like zero yards, wasn't it? Yeah, like, you know, that's a, yeah. That's a hell of a stat line, zero yards. I mean, he's just been missing all seasons. It really is the the the, the game that he had on Sunday night. And, uh, just summed up basically the season that he's had. Anybody who drafted him this year, mm. sorry, Stu, um, 
was uh, yeah, it was uh, Shots fired. Was, it well, me, no, well, no, he got he got rid of him, didn't he? He, he, him he, did, he did manage to palm him off on JFG, which was at the time we were like, "What on earth are you doing?" But actually, stealth kind of awesome trade of the year. Smart man, <laughs> isn't it? Smart man, there. Mr. Afton, anything for you? Any takeaways for you? Oh, I think the big takeaway was um, Patrick Mahomes' mum on Twitter <laughs> after the game. It's so hilarious. Trash football. Shouldn't be hitting my boy like that. <laughs> what a good mum. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter's an interesting place. And when you start adding uh, NFL sports personalities and their families into uh, into the mix, it just becomes even more of an interesting, uh, interesting just a place. Just proud parent. And why not? Absolutely, and why not indeed. Exactly. So, I have a suspicion, I like, very much like, last, like the week gone, I have a suspicion that I already know that the, uh, the predictions will have come down to one game. And I'm already aware of the way that game went. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, pretty sure I know how the predictions went. Paul, would you like to uh, would you like to enlighten us on how those predictions went? All I'm going to say is, if you journey back to last week, I did say that there was. Uh, um, I, I was the only person on a particular island in a particular game, and that just happened to be. Bill's Island. You were a member of the Mafia, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Straight up Bill's Mafia. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said at the time, I I, I felt that not enough, not enough respect was being put on Josh Allen's name. And uh, so it was proved. I I agree. And, and I'm pretty sure I said at the time that it wouldn't surprise me in any way, shape or form. Um, that the the bill if the Bills won that game, um, having watched that game, it, it, it's another one for me that falls into the category of did did the Bills win or did the Ravens lose? It was a um, I felt that that was very much a game that was won on defense. The uh, the Bills defense were just absolutely monumental in that game. Um, and the Ravens just could not get it going. Again, not the first time we've seen the Ravens go to a playoff game and just not even get out of the gate. So, it is what it is. Um, it's something that's been really, really entertaining is I'm, I'm listening to Bill Burr podcasts from um, like September, October time. Or I have been. And he's been talking about how uh, Cam Newton is absolutely going to get it done for the Patriots. But is anybody worried about this Bills team that's going? And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> My favourite is where he's like, right, I'm just going to pause it there. And I'm going to come back and hopefully be talking about a Patriots win. Because I'm just going to go and watch the Patriots game. It goes quiet. It starts up. Yeah, we lost. And I'm just like, yeah, get used to that one, Billy boy. Come on. <laughs> But it's just where he's like, every time he talks about like various teams and stuff, he's just like, does anybody think we should be worried about these Bills this season? I'm like, well, 
they got a whole lot further than you boys. But yeah, he's uh, he's another one of those uh, Patriots fans that's absolutely loving the uh, the Buccaneers this season. Look at the Bills' defense when they actually played the Chiefs in the rounds. They marshaled Mahomes really, really well, and the running game was on form that day. So you never know if Mahomes doesn't play and isn't fit. You never know. He, uh, honestly. It's a game that could end up being one of those where you're like, uh, that Bills defense is <laughs> dangerous. Like, super, super dangerous. I say, I, I personally feel that that game, that, that game was won on defense. So, uh, yeah. I think, like, Josh, Josh Allen hasn't played, I would say he's played brilliantly all the way through the, the playoffs as well. I think he's kind of done what he's got to do at the time when it needed to be done. So, like, Two weeks ago, in the like in the wild card round, you know that that like eighty yard drive at the end of the first half, that was insane. But before that, it kind of been a little bit hitty and missy. Then he kind of picked up in the second half. Last week again, you know there was some misses. There was some kind of it looked a bit kind of like the, the Josh Allen that everyone was laughing at a bit. Um, and then kind of t- turned it on, and obviously they got like a you know like a a, a, def- a, def- like a pick six kind of thing. And Lamar wasn't he just wasn't good, and then obviously was not knocked out, literally and metaphorically of the game. Um, you know, and uh, I think it's it's going to go one or two ways. Either the Bills were a very good like main season team and not good enough for the playoffs, or it, this week's just going to be absolutely insane because <laughs> if, if if the whole Bills kind of thing comes together, it could be a really a really good game kind of thing because I think they're probably kind of probably the closest team to matching the Chiefs, um, kind of looking at it overall kind of thing. So it'd be it should be quite a, quite a good game. Like I say, I think I think this Bills team is dangerous, and I think if you put all of the, like you were saying, if you put all of the the working parts together at the right time, that that's a winning team, hands down. That's a winning team. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes on uh, on the weekend. Uh, anybody else got anything majorly stand out, Mister Williams? Do you want to uh, put us all out of our misery, or do we feel that that's successfully been done by the fact that we all know? Uh, there was one game that it, that it was resting on and the one person first time ever the one man to take the uh, the bills and uh, take himself to victory downtown victory land well, obviously as as with the week before no one got a perfect um, 100% um, so we all sadly we all took the Saints should have known better. I should have known uh, better, that's for sure. And then obviously you three took the Ravens, so yeah, yourself, Leanne, Amy, all with two out of four. Because I had uh, faith in Josh Allen and the boys, I managed to get three out of four correct. So I extend my postseason predictions to two to zero for the rest of Yep. Yep, that's a, that's a thing, that is. So, 
I've got uh, I've got I've got a big pile of stats, and I've uh, I've divvied them up between you uh, fine gentlemen. Mr. Rafton is unable to uh, to view stats whilst joining us live via satellite, so uh, you you get out of the uh, reading reading out loud part of the podcast. Uh, unfortunately for you two gentlemen, you are both able to uh, to do the read out loud section. Uh, so. As always, credit goes out to Nate Davis of USA Today. But I think we all know where the real credit lies on this one. She was uh, she was on the Bobby. This was, as it says at the top here on this email, this was sent yesterday. That's what we're talking about right there, gents. Uh, I believe there's ten. I believe I gave the lion's share to somebody else. Uh, but uh, that was largely because uh, the first... Two or three were weighty. So, let's crack on. Uh, the first of the stats from uh, NFL Divisional Round. The AFC contest were marred by concussions sustained by both Mahomes and the Ravens' Lamar Jackson. However, it says something about the progress the league has made on that front that neither former league MVP returned to games of such importance. (sighs) Meanwhile, Brady got the last laugh against Breeze in what will likely be be their lone playoff meeting in what was probably the final chapter of a rivalry that began in the Big Ten when TB12 then TB10 played for Michigan and Breeze was a was a Purdue Boilermaker. Breeze had won five of seven against Brady in the NFL prior to Sunday when he was unable to lead New Orleans to a 3-0 2020 sweep of Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers, who play in Green Bay next week, are one win from becoming the first team in NFL history to host a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Interesting. Uh, Those are all the stats that I have. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, Mr. Williams, you might have some stats for us. No, they do, Andrew. I uh, continue the NFC theme uh, by letting you know that the average age of the four NFC starting quarterbacks in the divisional playoffs was 37.8 years of age. The oldest it's ever been for this round. Wow. So, so you've got Jared Goff just massively bringing the average down there. What a slag. <laughs> Not all he's bringing the, the, three, the other three are above the average, aren't they? I don't think I don't think Rogers is thirty seven yet. I think he's is he thirty six? Oh is he? I think so. Something like I think they gave his age at the weekend and I th- think I they might eight. I thought he was. Do you know what? As as it stats, let's let's check. Right, while you're checking, I'll give my uh, NFC one. The Saints are the fifth team to score at least 30 touchdowns, both on the ground and through the air in the same season, and not reach the Super Bowl. As they, 
I don't know. The, the Saints have. They've not looked at, like at, never, at no point in the season did I ever think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. When they when they won their division, I was like, "Wait, well, pardon? How, how did that happen?" Because whenever you saw Breeze, you just thought that does not look like a quarterback that can win that can win a game. And you know, they've just rode Kamara all year, and at the point where teams were like, "Hang on a minute, the guy throwing it there can't do anything about it." The, J, the the old Jameis trick play in the in in that game was good. I enjoyed that. Mm. That was good. Well, I know I know I know exactly what you mean. He's uh, sadly he's been on the decline for the last two seasons at least. Old uh, Drew, yeah. sadly. Um, to answer the question, Aaron Rodgers was born on the December the, December the second, nineteen eighty three, making him thirty seven. Um, so we'll dive back into the stats. The Bucks Saints match was the first playoff game featuring two starting quarterbacks north of 40 years of age. And also had the highest combined age, 85 and a half ish years. Uh, also, the highest combined age of starting quarterbacks for any game in the league's 101 seasons. No fucking shit. It was also the first time the league's two all time leaders in touchdown passes squared off in the postseason. At the other end of the spectrum, the average age of the four AFC starting quarterbacks in the divisional playoffs was 24.3 years of age. <laughs> the youngest for this round. Uh, Breeze, we have to caveat this, who played his final game Sunday, according to multiple reports, is apparently departing without an elusive second, uh, second Super Bowl ring while suffering the first three-interception game of his playoff career. So we'll switch up a little bit and go to the AFC. After surviving Mahomes' absence, Kansas City remains on course for the first Super Bowl repeat in 16 years. The 2003-2004 Patriots were the last chance to successfully defend. And finally, so just going to switch back over to the NFC. The Pack hasn't hosted an NFC Championship game since 2007 when Brett Favre was the quarterback and hasn't won one at Lambeau Field since the 1996 season when Brett Favre was the quarterback. There you go. The fact that that Rodgers only has... It's only... Has only one Super Bowl ring. And has only been to the Super Bowl once is an absolute scandal. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Breeze, really. Both of them. You'd say that both of them are like obviously Breeze has only just been overtaken by, by Brady as the touchdown passes, haven't so... we? I mean we we laugh about the NFL stats quite a bit. But the the passing yards thing is it the passing yards or touchdowns thing that's gone on this season has been absolutely ridiculous because it's gone from one to the other week in week out oh Breeze has just broken the record again I'm like it's because the other guy's playing later just just, just wait till the end of the season you know and then the next one he's going to play next week so let's should we just when when they retire let's see where they're at shall we you know it's just it's just so annoying I'm glad they just didn't drop the confetti every time because you know we do love stop the game and clap for a bit because he'd just broken a record. Uh, it just yeah. 
<laughs> right then, I'll uh, I'll finish. So it was a it was a bummer of a Saturday for Jackson, whose first NFL red zone interception. He previously thrown forty nine consecutive touchdown passes inside opponents' twenty yard line, swung what was nearly a ten to ten tie into a bill into a seventeen three Bills lead after cornerback Ty- Tyron Johnson took it 101 yards to, in the opposite direction. Jackson was injured shortly afterwards. Um, I, saw, I saw a clip the other day of that, the cornerback's um, combine thing. You know, when they do the thing where they have to catch the ball. Completely misses the first one, twats him on the side of the head. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. That was funny. And then the last one I've got is... Let's recognise the Tampa defence that forced four t- turnovers Sunday, partially thanks to the budding, budding youngsters like uh, linebacker uh, Devin White, cornerback uh, Sean Murphy-Bunting and safety Mike Edwards. Yeah, it was, it was quite an impressive display really by the, by the Tampa defence that can be not great at times. <laughs> is that a polite way of putting it? <laughs> Somewhat maligned Tampa Bay defence. Yeah, you'd agree with that. Some weeks they're awesome, but then some weeks they just do stupid thing after stupid thing. You know, Indomitian Sue is one of the is one of the D lines, so you're kinda of like, yeah, I'm fine, it's kinda <laughs> Yeah, I'd I'd seen a lot of people um saying that if that had been the Super Bowl, they'd have happily taken it. And having watched it, I was like, I mean, it was a it was a game and a half, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah. Now then, at this point in time, I've got a little countdown going, telling me that the, uh, the video is going to run out. Like in... Uh, like in the in the time when movies were made on film and uh, it'd eventually run out. So what I'm thinking at this point is we might stop and start for the, for you people at home a mere moment for us the time it takes me to write down all the numbers and things. Um, we might stop and start and then what we're going to do is we're going to go through why our guests are here and. Uh, then elaborate on it. So, as they say in the horror movies, we'll be right back. The uh, the people at home can be like, right, who, who moved where? where? Where were they last time? It's like a little game. Random fact to do your thing. So, you may be wondering why our guests have joined us today. You may be thinking, well, at least I don't have to listen to the bearded one as much. Either way, there's, uh, there is a reason, like, like all, uh, you know, method in the madness and all that. So, I said to, uh, I said to my glamorous co-host the other day, I was like, Paul, as I was typing it, I realised he's going to think this is an absolute dig. Because I was like, uh, who's left in the Super Bowl predictions running? As I was typing it, I was like, do I need to put, not that this is a dig or anything. <laughs> um, so, I was like, who's left in the Super Bowl predictions running? So I got a lovely picture back of the of a beautiful, well-crafted book that uh, that allowed me to see that uh, 
Yes, I am one of those people. I am uh, not just here as host. I am here as uh, one of the the three remaining Super Bowl prediction picks that is still valid. Um, I believe we had a couple of fallers at the weekend. Mr. Rob Rafton, also still in the running for the big books, and Mr. Matthew Marr is also still there. So, I believe those picks are different, because I know I'm the crazy loon uh, who, uh, who has gone for the Buccaneers. It's absolutely going to be the Buccaneers. Absolutely going to be the books. So let's right. We've got Packers versus Bills for Mr. Moore. Packers Chiefs for Mr. Rafton, and I believe it's a Chiefs books for Mr. Yeah, Cook. Secret Brady fan. <laughs> I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> My 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 long uh, my long love letters on Twitter about how much I love him. <laughs> so be another Super Bowl tattoo for you then, Mister Cook. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Basically, the way I had it done is that um, like this area on the hand is just left blank, so that they can just put the design of the of that year's ring in. Um, so you know when he's like. But I like one hand on one cheek and the other hand on the other cheek. So, what I thought would be fun would be those predictions were made way back in the past. Do we think at this point in time, having seen all the games up to this point, having seen what games we've got to, left to deal with, do we think at this point in time that the pick we picked a million years ago is A, still valid, B, still likely to happen, and do we still maintain our faith in our picks? Also, obviously we need to pick the winners of the upcoming games, and Mr. Williams will add those to his book. And, uh, and there we go. So, Paul, pick a, a, a pick someone to go first. I was going to say, can you pick me? And, 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 and yeah, if I if you have to say, if I have to be put on the spot, uh, no, I don't think my Super Bowl pick will uh, will still happen. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not confident on the Saints Ravens Super Bowl. No. I, at, least I, both, at least they both fell in the same week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you made it. You made it to the playoffs with your pick. Um, I think. I think. Sadly, we did have we did have, we did have someone who made a prediction of a team to make the Super Bowl that, that didn't even make the postseason. Was that Matthew? And did he pick the Forty ers no, he didn't pick his own team. It was actually Mr. Forrester Gray. Did he pick the Cardinals? He didn't. No, he picked the 49ers. <laughs> At least he didn't pick the Broncos, yeah. <laughs> well, he went, he went 49ers Steelers, so he was done before the postseason and then in the first week of the postseason. Okay. So, um, well, I'll tell you what, Andy. Seems like you're the first name in the book. 
Why don't you give us your reasoning as to whether you think that'll still happen or if you want to change your mind? I absolutely think it's going to happen. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Uh, I've been writing this story for the for the past week. After I saw that that book Saints game, I believe uh, I believe the uh, the Getting Over crew have a little uh, have a little message. And there was a lot of backwards and forwards going on the uh, on the little group chat. And I I entered into this arena by saying, having seen TB12's performance in the last year, I might have to concede and say that he could possibly be the best quarterback there has ever been. As it's a, not as, up for debate. As a person, as a human being, I would question, you know. But quarterback-wise, fair enough, I might have to concede. Having seen last week's game, I'm like, I'm so glad I picked the books to go to the Super Bowl. They are absolutely going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I picked a Chiefs victory. And I'm pretty sure I picked Mahomes to get MVP. As far as the book's concerned... You absolutely did. Yeah, as far as the book's concerned, leave it that way. Um, But, as I like to do each week, edge my bets, I want it to go on record that I absolutely think the books are going to win the Super Bowl. And I absolutely think that Brady's getting MVP. Something... I meant to bring this up earlier, and I felt... It smells... I prepared this previous to this. There is something that the books absolutely need to do and no matter how much I love him no matter how much I was I was elated to see that he'd return to the sport they need to tell Robert Gronkowski to sit his bottom on that bench and to not get back up until this is all done he is a liability on that team how many times did he not catch or drop that ball at the weekend that that stuff that that's that stuff that loses your Super Bowls at this rate. So uh, yeah, I think they need to tell tell Gronk to uh, go back to being the twenty four seven champion and uh, and yeah. So as I say, edging my bets on this one. As far as the books concerned, I I do still think that it's going to be. Um, I do think it's going to be Bucks Chiefs. I do think that's dependent on. Mahomes' uh, eligibility and things like that. But I do think it's going to be Bucks Chiefs. Um, but I've been, say- I've been saying it all week. It writes itself. We get to listen to another commentary for another Super Bowl about how Tom Brady is, quite frankly, the greatest of anything. Uh, the greatest anything. You, you name something, he's the greatest or at it, of it, or any of those things. And he is absolutely getting another ring and then we'll never hear the end of it so uh so there we go that is my prediction as far as the uh, as far as the the standings are concerned well as it reads in the book um matthew it's, it's, it's you next, sir. Like, I, I, I kind of when when you when you text me, kind of saying, "Oh, you know, your 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 uh, your prediction is kind of coming through." I was like, 
I seem to remember coming on here and hedging my bets already instead of going, those Steelers are looking fucking good at the moment. <laughs> they got, they've gone unbeaten. <laughs> so I feel like a little bit of a fraud because I was like, oh, I, might, I might have to jump off the build. I think, I, I think, I think at the end of it, after kind of doing my little dance around it, I think I still stuck with the bills. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very, kind of, in the way that you're confident with your, your favourite quarterback, uh, I'm uh, I'm very confident on the opposite side of that of, of Rod with Rogers. I just think I think from that everything you've seen from Green Bay for the past, like even leading into the playoffs, they look good, and then they just got the job done for the for the past uh, week or two, um, and then I just there's part of me thinking other Bills get. You know, it's still that kind of thing of it's the Bills, and they're gonna screw up at some point. But they generally do it in the Super Bowl. So, so part of me's kind of I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with the. I think I'm gonna stick with the Bills because I think even if Mahomes does play, I think there's that element of like I just the other week kind of because you know obviously they don't put the the Bills on very often. I didn't realize how big Josh Allen is. The guy's huge. I couldn't believe, you know, like six foot five, and obviously he's put on some some muscle and stuff like that. Because the first year or two he looked scrawny, and at the moment he just looks jacked. And the way he runs with the ball as well, I, I just I think I, I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to stick with. I think did I say Rogers for MVP in the? Uh, I think we're Packers and Packers with Rogers to be the MVP. And just to let you know. After after I did that after I did that first uh, podcast I went and found the odds I got twenty to one for that so I've got a fiver on it so nice. <laughs> do you do you want to put a small side bet on that this will be the beginning of a four year period where the Bills make the Super Bowl and lose every single one again? I mean it'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just be poetic, what <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> bastards. <laughs> I couldn't possibly comment on any sort of, uh, of betting on the Packers to uh, to win their division at all. <laughs> right then, well, that leaves us with Mr. Rob Rafton. So, Packers Chiefs. Rob, is it still happening? It is so going to happen. It's not. <laughs> Even though Tampa destroyed the Packers. Down in Tampa, I don't think the Packers scored in the from the second quarter, did they? They only got ten points in the first quarter against Brady, and he came out. He scored twenty-eight points in the second quarter against them. But Lambeau Fields this weekend, I've looked at the forecast: minus eight. There's a really good chance of snow, and Aaron Rodgers to Adams touchdown at least twice this weekend but the Packers and can't get it done in the playoffs this is their year though this is why I said at the beginning of the season when I came on that the Packers this season they've had all those years of pain they're going to get it done for me this year they will get to the Super Bowl but Mahomes will come up with an MVP performance he'll be fully fit 
and they will just get them in the final. To be and fair, to watching, watching... make sure that Tampa Bay do not win the Super Bowl, I have put money on them to win the Super Bowl today, just to ruin your odds. Wow. <laughs> watching watching that, that game at the weekend, the Packers looked awesome. I will I will give you that much. They looked deadly. They they are looking probably the best they've looked in a while. But they just can't get it done in the playoffs. So yeah. is it is the playoff curse gonna consume them is the question. We will I think Rogers has got a point to prove after that game down in Tampa though. He he was horrible. I think he got sacked about four times, he had two interceptions, and as I said, yeah, he didn't score, score in the last three quarters, he just had a nah. so he's going to turn it round, he's got something to prove this year. It has been, it has been the Aaron Rodgers FU tour this year, after they drafted, oh, uh, drafted QB in the first round, <laughs> even if he never plays a down for Green Bay, he'll be like, but they win the they win the Super Bowl this year. We're like, yeah, you did your job because he just went in full fuck you mode kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, every time he throws the ball, he just stands there and he's like that. <laughs> it was the it was the mustache earlier on in the season that that was a real kind of like troll kind of thing as he was wandering around with that on the field, and then now it's like just right. Watch me get this done. You sit over there, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take, take you one run in as well. I'll take you later. Maybe nail it down. Yeah. Yeah. Get one run in as well. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. I, I dare say that if if he does if he does rush for a touchdown, I think we might get to see the uh, the reintroduction of the uh, the championship title that he likes to wear, slap around his waist. So. From a from a getting over podcast perspective, we would love to see it. So you know, first time out. Exactly. Right then. Well, so so you you've obviously fought your corner. So now that means what I need is I need some I need picks for each of the two games, and to basically put the tiebreaker in in play, I've left a little space. So that we can each pick a score for the game. And then obviously the person with the closest score will get the point in the event of a tie. Because I'm pretty sure six of us picking, two games to pick. I'll be amazed if we don't at least have one similarity. So, But let's see. So, Andy. Yes, sir. Bucks Packers. Who will win the game? The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win the game. And do you want to give me a score? Uh, 31-11. <laughs> so, that, that, would involve, that would involve the uh, the Packers either scoring three field goals in a safety yep. or, or a two-point conversion yep. and a field goal. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Matt, Booker's Packers. Booker's? Booker's Packers. Booker T's. <laughs> Ariel Packers. Yep. 
24-18. And to finish out this particular round, roll. Packers, 23, Bucks, 17. Just for the people who were listening and not watching, I've gone for the Packers to win 33-25. to 25. Mm. Sounds like three points for me, that gentleman. Three points. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> one, I'm one point up already. <laughs> Lovely. There's, there's still two ladies to pick here. Cocky. Uh, right then. Bill's Chiefs. I have gone for a Chiefs win, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Rob, Chiefs win twenty-eight to sixteen. Banking on Mahomes playing then. Yes, please, <laughs> uh, Matt. Obviously, Bills. Um, I mean, part of me wants to go ridiculously high. I ah, fuck it, forty-two to thirty-five. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, what I was going to say there was, if we get a repeat of the. Rams Chiefs game from like three seasons ago where I think it was 51-49 in the end that will be amazing if it goes I mean there's the, obviously because it's not because it's in Kansas so it's not going to be massively cold is it I don't think I think it can be it can be chilly there but it, I, don't, chilly. I, I don't think there's snow forecast or anything like that so. and it's outside as well isn't it but um, yeah, just, yeah, if, yeah. Just, if it just goes all out gunslinger fucking nuts out on the table let's go for it kind of thing you know <laughs> so, why yeah. don't I think bring us home bring us Mahomes absolutely going to be Mahomes Chiefs win 21-14 interesting so after all my chatter we don't have any similarities. Well, me and Robert both picked the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, there we have it. It's done. It's committed to the. It's committed to the book. <laughs> Down. Some would say the history books can't be changed. I mean, it could literally be changed if I just you know do what I did with these two pages and just rip them out. <laughs> Wow. You made a mistake on the table. <laughs> that your predictions, Paul, was it? Yeah. Paul's like, uh, yeah. It was, so I'd, I'd already put the, the first page in the book, and I was like, oh, there's going to be more than there's going to be more than four of us. So I did, I did it again with a, with I was going to put three on each page, and then uh, forgot how to spell my own name clearly. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a new, it's a new low. It's a new low. <laughs> <laughs> it's committed to, it's committed to tape or internet tape or whatever it is now that Paul can't spell his own name 
I, 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 put, I put Leanne's name second, and the book all the way through has been Andy Paul Leanne. So I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it to myself. Like the OCD wouldn't let me. <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant. So there we have it, ladies and gents. Uh, predictions all round. The pen is officially clicked to signify the end of the predictions. Has anybody got any uh, anything pressing? I think uh, we covered uh, we covered Mr. Rivers's departure. There may be further departures to discuss. Who knows? We'll see further down the line. Um, are, are you are you signifying you have more information to give? There was there was there was one thing that just didn't get covered in the stats, but um, I thought was an interesting stat that got brought up was that. Uh, this the Chiefs are the first AFC team to host the AFC Championship game three seasons in a row, um, which means that I think the uh, Andy Reid is now the only the only head coach to host back to back to back championship games twice. Huh. Because he did it at the Eagles. Yeah. And obviously now he's in it again at the Chiefs. So, Big Red. The Walrus. <laughs> he absolutely is the Walrus. Doing it for the big guys, isn't he? So, yeah. yeah, too right. Good on. Anybody got anything pressing? I was going to say, you guys probably covered this last week, but just the whole Houston, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson mess is <laughs> just... Can, you know, just it's it, honestly it just keeps on kind of rolling along, and it just gets weirder and weirder by the day. And just, I, I don't know how one franchise can go from you think, you know, perhaps not Super Bowl contenders, but near enough to absolute just nowhere. I mean, it, it, they literally, you know, this kind of like, oh yeah, they could get a, they could trade to Miami and get and a load of picks or they could trade to trade him to the Jets and get Fields or Lawrence or whoever you know Jacksonville decides not to take and kind of build a team from there but God as you know in, in the space of 12 months you lose Hopkins and and Watson and you're just left with what is it David Johnson as you're running back because that you know hands up, <laughs> if been, hands up if you've been burned by him in fantasy <laughs> Paul, get your hand up for that. <laughs> Say he's on he's on my shit list. Like you know, people I will never ever draft again. Yeah, he's on there. So yeah, I just I just think it's it's kind of you know it's it's terrible. Yeah, they, they they've let that standard of talent just walk out the door. Yeah, there was a there was a guy I don't know, I don't know if you saw it on the weekend, but there was a guy called Peter King who um, I think he's a sports writer over over in the states. And he came on to do a hit on Sky Sports at like the wee hours of the morning um, during halftime of the Saints Bucks game, I think. Um, and at the end, they were discussing the, uh, the Deshaun Watson thing. And then at the end of it, he just basically left it with, let's put it this way, the, the Texans have been a franchise since 2002. This is, this is without question, the best quarterback they've ever had. Obviously, they're only, they're only, what, 18 years old, 19 years old or whatever, but 
it's easily and comfortably the best quarterback they've ever had. If they trade him away, it's a decision that will haunt the franchise for the next 25 years. Yeah. yeah. And it's absolutely true. They, 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 they need to build bridges, they need to mend fences, they need to do whatever they can to keep him in Houston because I know JJ Watt's a great player, but Deshaun Watson is that team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what JJ Watt's a figurehead now. He's not the player that he was. No, but he's there because of who he is. The person who's going to take him forward is 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 Watson. I just, yeah. you know, when you, when you go, all right, name a name a Houston Texan Texas quarterback. You think, oh yeah, Matt Schaub, and then you kind of have a little laugh to yourself, which is what <laughs> I was like. I was like, who, oh, who, else, who else has been a Houston Texan? And I was like, well, didn't they, oh, yeah, Matt Schwab was. Oh, wow, he was shit, wasn't he? You know? <laughs> when, they, when, they were the, the, when they were the expansion team, they got the first overall pick, didn't they? And they took David Carr. Jesus. As the first overall pick. So, uh, obviously, not even the best quarterback in his family. So... Terrible, but yeah, yeah, I just thought that just—it's just, yeah, obviously flummoxing <laughs> to to let somebody that talented go. Indeed. Right. Well, if there is, uh, if there's nothing else that's pressing on uh, on people's minds, uh, I'll say good luck to all of you, gentlemen, for this weekend's picks for the weekend's games. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I'll 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 be winning because uh, you know Brady gets it done, doesn't he? Following that TB12 method. Freaking TB12. <laughs> can't believe this is. I can't believe. I can't believe this is the hill I'm going to die on. Eating them avocados in bed by nine o'clock at night or eight, is it or something? Drinking that coconut water, not eating there, not eating strawberries because they've got insects in them and all crazy shit like that. He's been putting on the internet. <laughs> you live that TB12 life. <laughs> I mean that 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 thing you put on Twitter of him and Breeze and like the History Channel thing. I mean, he made himself look like an absolute god and made the Breeze look like an absolute dweeb on it as well. That was just. Yeah, <laughs> had Ricardo's in early nights. Everybody, it's like you become the best quarterback in the in the league. I'm gonna go shopping then. <laughs> well, it's not too late, is it? You know. <laughs> right. Thank you all for joining me and my glamorous co-host. Thank you for taking the time out of your days. Always appreciated. Good luck to you all. And uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see how those predictions pan out at the weekend. Right, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you. I'll see you guys. Let's see it. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone, and not many weeks left now. I'm afraid. I'll be sad to see it go. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. It's big help to the channel, and ultimately that helps everybody. If you're an audio listener, subscribe on the audio platform as well. iTunes, SoundCloud, do it. 
Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Over there, there's ways that you can get in touch with us, various social media, and uh, you can always drop us an email. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.